0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: All right, let's dive in. Let's talk some Timberwolves basketball. Yes, I'm back. Back with you guys tonight, Timberwolves tonight, you're on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. And unfortunately, my return... To the airwaves with the uh, Timberwolves tonight. the uh, The Timberwolves fall tonight in New Orleans to the Pelicans, one hundred nineteen to one hundred eighteen. Extremely. Uh, let me repeat: extremely entertaining game. If you are a fan of the NBA, uh, most notably if you are a fan of Zion Williamson, uh, one of the premier young talents in the NBA, without question, he's absolutely one of those individuals that I think should be labeled in your top four or five in terms of must-see, like box office draws. He's that exciting. We know he's a phenomenal dunker. He's just a highlight waiting to happen, and he made a lot of noise tonight against the Timberwolves. But I thought that all in all, the, the Wolves played, um, for the most part, well. Um, but I feel like this was a missed opportunity, and they let one slip away. Love to get your thoughts and your perspective tonight. We're going to open up the phone lines at 651-461-9226. I'll repeat that number again because I'd love to get your reaction tonight to this game Um, because this is one I felt like we should have had. Just could not finish it off, couldn't close it out, could not stop Zion when he needed to stop him there in the uh, the second half and more importantly, the fourth quarter. The number is 651-461-9226. But I want to start with um, asking a question um, and putting it out there for you guys. With regards to Nas Reed, Nas Reed, (laughs) in that first half, man, he was getting some stuff done. And he he played well. And for the night, um, he gave you 25 minutes of play, 13 points, six rebounds, one assist, couple of block shots. Remember, he's a guy that went to LSU for one year and then went undrafted in the NBA. He was ready. He was – it looked like he was ready to go and 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 was on the verge of having a breakout game. It um, wasn't the case clearly in the, in the second half. But some of that um, wasn't an issue just because Jalen Noel, of all the players that's been struggling the last couple of weeks, I feel like Jalen Noel is a guy that – We call him a bucket getter, right? He's a guy that can go out there and and put the ball in the basket. He did that tonight in his 25 minutes of play with 14 points, two rebounds, two assists, a nice night for Jalen Noel. But now when we talk about the starters, okay, because four of our five starters were in double figures. The only one that wasn't was Austin Rivers. Anthony Edwards, another just typical Anthony Edwards night, 27 points, six two assists, two steals, and a block shot. He brought his game. I thought that the best all-around player tonight for the Wolves was without question, Jay McDaniels. And, and to me, I think that the value and the beauty of Jay McDaniels is that he will always be better than what the stats will say. Yeah, I can tell you he had 19 points, 8 of 12 shooting. Yeah, I can tell you that he chipped in 7 rebounds and 3 assists and 2 steals. But Jaden McDaniels, with the versatility of what he provides you defensively, okay, is always going to be a guy that you'll covet and you should appreciate. Always. And I know that some people out there, and I say some because there's a few. I'm not going to say that there's many. But there's some people out there that are saying, well, hold on, you're overhyping Jaden McDaniels. Let me be clear. Jaden McDaniels is still... Um, a kid that's elevating his game. Jaden McDaniels is still a talented player, young player, that still needs to put weight on, okay, and muscle in the gym. But Jaden McDaniels, I don't think that anybody out there could look at Jaden McDaniels and think that this kid's not playing his butt off. If they did a redraft right now of what the draft was a few years ago, can you landed Ant number one and then he ended up with Jaden. I think Jaden probably goes with top six, top five or six. Like he's been that good. Um, speaking of the other starters tonight, Rudy Gobert, 10 points, eight boards, two assists. He fouled out. Um, I, I thought he was just okay. And I say okay because he wasn't dominant on the offensive end, clearly wasn't dominant on the defensive end, fouling out. And also just, and I know that he's got those Defensive Player of the Year awards, but man, he's got to do a better job of protecting the basket. Like, I, I felt like when when he had that stretch of back-to-back buckets, and it looked like the Wolves are going to kind of stave off that little run, that not little run, but that run that the Pelicans are putting together. I'm like, okay, Rudy. Go ahead and and let everybody see what you got. But when you got Zion coming downhill at you, man, you've got to start showing us that defensive player of the year stuff from years ago. Zion tonight, and he's going to be the guy that you're going to see a lot of on SportsCenter if you're going to (laughs) watch highlights tonight. 43 points, three boards, five assists, but in attack mode. He shot 19 free throws, 19, 14 and 19 from the free throw strike. He was 14 of 21. And he's always going to shoot a high percentage from the field because he dunks so much and he's, he's such a great finisher, but he was the guy that you could not stop down the stretch. And yeah, they had all five of their starters in double figures. And and Trey Murphy's good. Like he, he's a good, he's a good basketball player. CJ McCollum. Wasn't the guy really that hurt you tonight? Yeah, he you know, he's got he got his twenty, but that's because he took sixteen shots. But at the end of the day, it was the Zion show. But I guess beyond looking at those specifics, what was the most disappointing thing about tonight's loss? For me, it was a couple of things. First off, you couldn't slow down Zion at all. And that was that was disappointing. Especially when you have Rudy. Like, what are you getting Rudy for if Rudy's not going to be able to shut people down or shut down the lane at the end of games? That was frustrating. Secondly, and you guys know this, I'm not a homer. I call it like I see it. When the Wolves um, are playing poorly and they deserve criticism, I give it. When they deserve accolades, I give it. I'm not one to really complain about officiating, but I'm sorry. I really did feel like the refs were doing way too much helping, assisting the Pelicans in that second half. I, I And I'm not saying that the Wolves lost because of officiating, but the officiating greatly, dramatically assisted and helped the Pelicans tonight. That was frustrating. It's hard enough to stop Zion. It's hard enough to stop CJ. It's hard enough to stop one of the best teams in the league in the Pelicans. But when the officiating is involved and you, you ticky-tack plays and you uh, the Wolves have enough issues to deal with and the officials cannot be added on top of that. Your thoughts, your reactions here on Timberwolves tonight. Wolves fall to the Pelicans 119-118. to 118. The number is 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back, get to your thoughts next year on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back to Timberwolves tonight. News Talk 830 WCCO. The phone number, if you'd like to weigh in with your reaction to tonight's Timberwolves loss at the hands of the New Orleans Pelicans, 119-118. 651-461-9226. That number again, 651-461-9226. Wolves did have an opportunity there. With what three and a half seconds left in the game, they uh, end um, uh, they inbound the ball to Anthony Edwards. He tried to drive. Pretty good defense by the Pelicans to not allow him to get into the paint. The fadeaway did not fall, and so now the Wolves are faced with the situation in which they have a four-game losing streak, and now they have to take on the um, <clears throat> Milwaukee Bucks. It's not pretty good. Because, J-Lo, tonight you told me that the Milwaukee Bucks lost to the Chicago Bulls, correct?
3: Lost in overtime. Uh, I believe 119-113 was the final in Chicago. So uh, that means that the Wolves will face an angry Bucks team come Friday yeah. night.
2: Yeah, that's not good. All right, so you know, for, for, for those out there listening, if you heard me in the opening segment of the show, and I did bring up officiating, do you think that I'm – Mentioning that too much with regards to tonight's ball game, and I'm not saying that the Wolves lost strictly because of officiating, but there's no doubt in my mind that officiating impacted this game. No, no question in my mind. I, I, I thought that every notable call in the second half was going the way of the Pelicans. Yeah, they they took 11 more free throws. Then the wolves and I'm not necessarily upset at that just because we know how Zion is Zion's a, a guy that's just gonna attack 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 that's just what he does okay but at the end of the day when we're talking about technical fouls and and uh I know that Delo said what was the what was the comment that he made in the post game he said something about you know Zion was playing football and good for him. And, and he is, I mean, this is how he plays. It's bully ball. It's bully ball. And I'm not saying that he gets away with every single call, but I, I felt like across the board, the officiating was a little bit suspect. I just, and when I say suspect, let me, let me be clear about what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I felt like when the Pelicans got to yelling at the officials there, that second half, the officials were listening. You see what I'm saying? Like the offici the officials were were listening to all of the chatter, all of the yelling, and t- typically when when cat yells, officials ain't listening. When ants say, hey, hey, these yell they ain't listening. Tonight though, in New Orleans they were listening. And they were getting some opportunities. The Pelicans. I'm talking about. But J Lo, do you think that I'm off here? H- how did you view, or what did you see in that that second half from the officiating perspective? Because I really did feel like there were some ticky tacky calls that were that were that did that uh, went the way of the Pelicans and against the Wolves. I thought that the double tech situation with Austin Rivers, like what did Austin Rivers do for the tech? No, I, he he hit him twice. Yeah, I, and I could I could I could see. Vasilevsky um, getting a getting a technical foul, and they did they gave one to I think it was Williams. Like I'm sorry, I don't I don't I don't understand that one right there.
3: Yeah, I don't think the refs had a very good night um, overall. It sounded like, and again, we're hearing it from Alan Horton's perspective, so it's going to be more biased, more slanted toward the Timberwolves side. But from what I'm yeah, hearing, I'm talking about and, what,
2: not only what we heard, but what we saw.
3: Yeah the the tech on Rivers. I didn't think you saw it on the replay where that was a collision that it's a pick it's it's a it's a standard pick but it's a hard pick and then you have uh Rivers kind of holding up his hands and then he gets shoved I don't understand exactly. I don't understand how Austin Rivers got the gave out anything on that play and then they had the 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 almost uh, delay of game call against the Wolves at the end of the game uh, where they had to be – the one ref had to be talked out of it basically and said, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. That delay of game earlier was on the Pelicans. So it didn't sound like they had a good night overall. Yeah, I was I was
2: just disappointed in the officiating. I really was because I thought that the game overall was very entertaining And it was going back and forth. And there were even people that were tweeting. They were like, man, we could take this for a playoff matchup. Like, we could live with New Orleans versus Minnesota. And I felt like tonight was one of the better games of the year. And I thought it was one of the more entertaining games of the season. Without question, it was. You know, you're getting good performances from Jaden McDaniels. You're getting good, uh, solid bench play from Nas Reed, Jalen Noel, Ants doing his thing. And Zion's just going off. He's just a freak of nature like to be that big and that massive and doing what he's able to do with his body um was spectacular but at the end of the day I just I hate when the officials have so much to say in a game that's so so close between the two teams they were going back and forth and I was just I was frustrated with all of that that part I just I I hate it now it's going to be interesting to see At what point we're going to eventually get Carl Anthony Towns back? Because clearly this team is better with Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, But how is that going to look with Rudy? That was the question in the offseason, continues to be the question, and it's going to continue to be the question until Cat comes back. But with Cat being out, Nas Reed has really stepped up. And I think that Nas Reed has played himself into a situation where there's going to be another team in the NBA that's going to give him a good contract, and he'll probably, or more than likely, um, un- unless he just loves his role here and he gets a nice little payday here, that he's able to step up and, and get paid. But I'm just not sure how that's going to work, because the two guys that you have to have back here are Jake McDaniels and Anthony Edwards, and we know that they're going to get paid. They're going to get their their second contract uh, with the Wolves. So w- what does that mean for guys like Nas? What does it mean for guys like Jalen Noel? And remember, those were both guys that you snatched up in the draft a few years ago. Jalen Noel was a second-round pick by Gerson Rosas, and Gerson snatched up um, Nas Reed as an undrafted free agent. Uh, But outside of that, tonight, it wasn't necessarily a great night uh, for the team, clearly because they lost by a point. But I thought that the effort was there. I thought that they had a good account of themselves. And they really battled. They grinded, and they tried to. Uh, they really tried hard to finish off strong against the Pelicans. Uh, 27 for D'Lo, 27 for Anthony Edwards. A nice night, a great night, actually, for Jaden McDaniels. 19 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Rudy Gobert with 10 and 8. Austin Rivers, the other starter, he had only 5 points. And then also in double figures, Nasri with 13 and Jalen Noel with 14. Uh, but Zion, he was the story tonight. He ended up uh, with a massive night: forty-three points, three boards, five assists. Uh, he led all scores tonight and uh, was pretty much dominant down the stretch. But that's what you do when you're a young superstar. And I thought that one of the plays of the night—and I know that there are going to be several Zion plays that everybody's going to be freaking out about—but I thought that the after they grabbed the lead by two, it was Pelicans up one eighteen to one sixteen. The answer, the bucket. The monster dunk from Anthony Edwards, that's got to be sports SportsCenter Top 10. Has to be to tie the game up. Uh, what a play. What an aggressive, emphatic dunk from Anthony Edwards. He says, I'm not laying it up because I'm not sure if I'm going to get a call here since the Pelicans have been getting all the calls. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make sure that we get this thing tied up. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take another break. We'll come back. We'll get to the highlights. And they'll wrap it up here on Timberwolves tonight. All right, final segment here of Timberwolves tonight. We'll get to the highlights here now. Timberwolves fall tonight to the Pelicans 119 to 118. Henry Lake and Jonathan Lowe here with you here on The Good Neighbor. All right, let's dive directly into the highlights. And it was a nice start for the Wolves um, with a three point shot from Anthony Edwards. And Jay McDaniels with the other tip bucket here got the Wolves off to a good start.
1: There's Ant to the left side, McDaniels. Quick trigger three in the corner for the Russell. No, tip follow, yes, for Jaden McDaniels. Quick 5-0 burst to start the game. Two minutes gone in the opening quarter, and Willie Green has seen enough. Calling an early timeout here.
2: Yeah, nice start for the Wolves, and Nas Reed had a nice start in the first quarter, and, and basically in that first half, this is Nas uh, doing his thing.
1: Dribbles around on Zion, now comes back out to Russell. Off the McDaniel screen, Russell zips it left side, here's Nas, crossover, a drive, he skids to a stop, did he travel? They say no, he lays it up and in, the little finger roll over the front rim. 6-0 Wolves run, 27-23, up by four.
2: And one of the themes of the night was that for the most part, okay, and I say for the most part, When the Pelicans went on a run and tried to crawl back into it, the Wolves returned the favor with a run of their own. Here, a couple of Wolves buckets extends the lead in the second quarter to seven.
1: Back up top to D'Lo where it all started off the Rudy screen. He'll pop on an angle three and hits. Angelo Russell knocks down the triple, 36% on the season on seven attempts per game. Back the other way, Jackson Hayes comes down with it under the basket, but then threw it away as he fell across the baseline, saving it right to Jaden McDaniels, who drives back the other way. The driving layup is good. He just muscled it up and in over Jackson Hayes. 46-39, largest lead of the half is right here for Minnesota.
2: Jalen Noel's been struggling the last few weeks. Jalen Noel had a nice night tonight here, Jalen. With a three-point shot, it puts the Wolves back up seven. Wolves have possession of the ball. They've got a
1: four-point advantage, 83-79. Their largest lead has been 11. Here's Forbes, run off the three-point line, back up top. Jalen, can he hit another one? Oh, yes. A straightaway three for Jalen Noel. Give Brent Forbes the dime. Timberwolves knocked down their ninth-three of the game. The Pelicans
2: clawed and scratched their way into the lead against the Wolves there in that fourth quarter but Rudy Gobert a nice move here to get the bucket and regain the lead for the Wolves by one point
1: there's McDaniels off to D'Lo up top rejects the Rudy screen top of the key out to McDaniels Dayton with a right-handed dribble into the paint dropping it for Rudy one dribble will show a spin up with the right hand how about that finish for Rudy Gobert two more for Rudy's up to ten points six of those have come here in the fourth quarter
2: and in that fourth quarter, with the Wolves up one, Jaden McDaniels, he knocked down a really clutch three-point shot. It's
1: a one-point game, 101-100. to 6.15 left to play. Noel off the bear screen, bounce it back to Rudy, who kicks out immediately to McDaniels. Catch and shoot three is good. Jaden McDaniels knocks it down. Give Rudy the dime, and the Wolves lead by four with 6.07 left. Timeout Willie Green.
2: All right, so unfortunately, though, down the stretch, One of the key moments was a turnover, a bad pass, kind of a lazy pass from D'Angelo Russell, which we've seen from time to time. It leads to um, Zion getting a steal, a breakaway dunk. They take the lead. Um, Eventually, they take a one-point lead, misses a free throw there um, at the end. So they're trailing by one. Anthony Edwards takes the final shot of the game, but just can't knock it down.
1: 119-118. Russell will trigger in, trailing by one. D'Lo it in. it has got it. He turns. Couple of dribbles against Jackson Hayes. Baseline. Turnaround. Jumper at the buzzer. It rolls off, and the ball game is over. Fourth straight loss for Minnesota, and this one in heartbreaking fashion.
2: All right, so that's how it ended, 119-118. to 118. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you um, with uh, the text message to the show. Uh, that's going to wrap up Timberwolves tonight. I will talk to you guys tomorrow night on the Lake Show, and then the Wolves back in action on Friday against the Bucks.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better